And then I had some uh, great views on... When I got here Thursday night, I played a sure. role-playing game, tabletop role-playing game. And last night, I got to play a role-playing tabletop. <laughs> As a player, generally yeah. I don't get to be a player. And it was night and day, and it was all about the fundamental approach of, and I hate to say it, the referee and the, the game master. And um, I've, I've been thinking about that. I'm going to talk more about that or like write it on my blog, yeah. my gaming blog about, you know, that topic of like what makes a good game. Yeah, uh, so I, um, I'm a student at uh, ASU, just like why I'm from Phoenix, right? And, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was okay, so yeah. you're going to school, yeah. and it, what a great place to go to school because the weather's probably fabulous yeah. while you're there. I'm originally from Ohio, uh, went to Arizona because they offered me a bunch of money, mm -hmm. and uh, originally wasn't very into it. Man, you're I, into it, I, man. I'm, I'm pretty into it. Ever been to Turf Paradise? No, uh, it's, the, it's the horse track. Ah, where is it? I couldn't tell you where it, I've never been it, I just played it off, off track, ah. remote, you know. Turf Paradise yeah. is running, and I just know that's in Phoenix. I probably know where it is. Um, there's a, there's only like three or four of them. Yeah, so, yeah, they're and they're all yeah. located off the same highway. So yeah, I, I can picture the highway on a map because, and the only reason I say that is I was in Tucson a couple weeks ago and vacationing in southern Arizona, yeah. south of Ajo, and <laughs> going to Tombstone. Yeah. So you like it, obviously. The, the change was really good. Yeah. I appreciate coming here and being able to see snow again, but, like, glad I don't live here. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding, man. I had, I'm, I've had to shovel some snow off my roof this year. Not, you know, it's winter. Yeah. It's winter in the Rockies. Yeah, I, I was in Columbus, and, like, that was just a routine. It wasn't so much snow as, like, just hail, ice that would build up on your roof, which isn't as heavy so like you're not gonna have your roof collapse but it will shatter your gutters <laughs> which is a very weird problem to have of well i guess i gotta get up there and scrape out my gutters so they don't explode <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i'm very glad that i've never gotten on my roof in phoenix never once I don't even know what it's like. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the only thing you do up there is fall off. Yeah. It's mostly flat, which is kind of weird. I, The flat roof thing is mm -hmm. a weird Any plane. solar panels? Why They're isn't there solar panels? They are. Over. Yeah. Seriously, they yeah. are. That's good. Every parking complex, the top of the solar panel. But if you're a homeowner, it's like expensive. Yeah. It's That's what I was seeing. I saw a lot of residential. Unless I'm truly just getting solar panels, and I do look like yeah. I'm a yoga teacher. 
Um, but like they sell you with the yeah. past savings. Yeah. And then you know, like you get hail here all the time. So then you know if you get hail hit once, your insurance frequency will go up. Yeah. I mean, like down in Phoenix, right? Like you don't get hail. No, you don't get anything that comes from the sky. Yeah. Like truly, I know exactly how many times it's rained since I've moved to Phoenix. Oh, Not wow. because I counted on purpose. Just because what happens off. only yeah. so often, you you start yeah. off and you're like, oh, that's the first time it's rained. Yeah. That's the second time it's rained. Now we're up to 30, and I've been there for five years. Yeah. That's so, like, that's the sum total of all the times it has had something that isn't dust fall from the sky. Right? I didn't think I was going to like it. And there's still some days where I'm like, it's way too hot. I... I shouldn't be scared to die. Alright, when I first moved, this is perhaps my favorite story about it being hot, is when I first moved there, um, they give like a presentation, because I moved down there for school, so oh. they give like a presentation to all of like the people coming from out of state, yeah, yeah. right? Because like, you always got your introduction and like whatever, and they give a special one if you don't already live there. Yeah. And so you got like, we all sit down, we're in like this huge room, and they have like two people at the front, there's this big like PowerPoint presentation, and the first thing is just like, Welcome to Arizona. Great. Pretty solid intro slide. Yeah, yeah. No, no questions. I understand what the slide means. Great. Hi. We're gonna, whatever their names were, I think one of them is a Jake. Uh, we're gonna be talking to you about, like, this. Slide two. You're gonna get heat stroke. No segue between, hey, welcome to school. And <laughs> you're, you're gonna die. It's I see, I see the lights going out in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. You will get stage one heat stroke. There isn't a question about it. Yeah. You aren't going to be good enough at living here for the first, like, year and a half uh -huh. to not have this happen to you. Uh -huh. Just be aware yeah. it, like, happens to everybody. Yep. It's actually no big deal. Yep. And, like... I, that, that, that's, that's funny because um, I was in the service and we deployed over to Quaid in Iraq. And... How you describe the slides being presented, the military actually did a better job of presenting it because stage with heat stroke is just heat exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that. that oh, I people are dumb and you gotta tell them, right? Yeah. You gotta hit them over the stick. Yeah, you, well, especially in college because yeah. you're gonna get heat exhaustion if you're dehydrated. And you're dehydrated, yeah. like, you're a at student, a dangerous level. Like, yeah. you, I'm assuming there's a lot of vegetables. Absolutely. <laughs> Without question. Combined with 18 to 20 year old guys yeah. that think they're dumb, full of cum, and can conquer the world. Yeah, that, that equation is, is yeah. I'm amazing. And say you will get stage two heat stroke. Oh, lots of people do. But like, they're not, they're willing to, I think every person, because there weren't that many people up in front, but I think everyone up at the front was willing to place any amount of money that every single person in that room oh, yeah. would get stage one. They were. It was 100%. a solid bet. It yeah. was a, like so to my heavy favorite. Yeah. Is, so I think to turn the use. Yeah. How many times do you see? Are they, I think they're called tarantula hawks. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean, and I live in Tempe, where. Uh, yeah. So where reality simulations incorporated exactly. is with the Hyborian War play by mail. <laughs> do you know that one? You do. Uh, I, no, other people have made that, that reference to me. I don't know what it means. But I, I think have they have a store. I think they actually have a game store, but their history is Reality Simulations Incorporated, Hyborian War, Play-By-Mail. It's original Play-By-Mail games when Play-By-Mail games were a thing. Yeah. Where you put in your, write in your turn and the computer crunches the numbers and it's an, on, an old, yeah. old program. And it's still alive today and many people play it and their office is out of template. Huh. Other people have made that reference to me, but I, yeah, yeah. I never truly okay. knew the. Yeah. That's why you're at a con, right? Get this yeah. stuff out. Get this stuff known. Become yeah. educated. Now, I'll, 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 I'll save this for the next time. You're yeah. You live there, right? Yeah. What um? What games are you gonna be playing this afternoon besides uh, Shobu? Did yeah, you say so Shobu? Yeah. So I'm playing Shobu. Shobu's actually nine, which. Yeah. Is coming fast. Yeah. Um, and then I got uh, two more RPGs uh, planned, um, a Savage Worlds game and a D&D. Uh, &D Are you running them? No, I'm just playing. Oh, I, great. I got to get into a game. I got to find one to get into. Yeah, I, I pretty much only run back in Arizona, mm -hmm. so I'm, 
I'm always excited to come to Always the, the dungeon master, yeah. never the player, yeah. and here you're at the con just letting it all yeah, hang out, right. right? It's a familiar story. Forever excited to go to cons where other people will run a game. Exactly. Right. It's like room service. Yeah. You never Truly. get it. I normally end up playing. So cons are there for the times that I get it right now. Wow. Really? Look at this unicorn. Yeah, I'm... I'm shocked. You, yeah, you had the you had the look of like well, well steeped in the tradition and the art and the language. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, but <laughs> I, that was me being sleep deprived and completely underprepared and being a uh, bullshit. Bullshit. Well, I run vampires, so we're a little bit more. We we have you played vampires? I have. So you know, there's some yeah. different places. Remember when yeah. I I told you about the two different experiences yeah. I had with the yeah. table? This was the positive ah. one. So when he says I'm underprepared and this or that, bullshit. You're sitting with a savant, a person that can deal a game. You've, you've played vampires. You, I have. You can kind of understand how if you're underprepared, you're yeah. vampire. Used to running vampire over, or you prefer yes. running vampire over D and D. Being underprepared is less of a game. Yeah, it yeah. truly impacts you less. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're used to running. Yeah. I'd argue that. At a pretty big, at a higher level, that you can do anything in D and D that you can do in Vampire the Masquerade, and the mindset that what am I trying to say? That what are we trying to say? I, I, I'm saying you can do the same things when you get to be a certain. I, I do sort of agree experience with, with role playing. Yeah. yeah, the and I agree with what you're saying. That the I think the the flip side in a World of Darkness, which is what yeah. vampires in, is players have more agency um, over the setting itself. Of the setting itself and how they like plot themselves um, and how can it influence. Like for to be short, like for example, um, uh -huh. like there's a concept in vampire called praxis. Praxis uh -huh. is what the elder. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Can I stop you right there and cut to the chase? I can say what you're just describing happens naturally in a D&D &D game with, um, with high-level play. What I mean high-level play, yeah, a good yeah. dungeon master and players that are, are in agreement of what they're there for. This happens, I think like it's it a real thing. I think it's a real thing. This happens in all tabletop role-playing games, right? I think the threshold for it just... It occurs at a lower level exactly. in Vampire the Masquerade versus really you yeah. have to be better as a dungeon yeah. master and with better players to sure, achieve this. Sure, sure, and I don't think that's I a think bad. I don't think that's a negative yeah, thing no, either. I'm, it has no, I'm fine. it gives it's, you it's, 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 a, it's, it's and it's a tool yeah. for yeah. self. Yeah. Once again, I'm always about the self reflection thing. Yeah, Where yeah, am so. I in my game? What I'm doing? Yeah. If you're if you're, it's a way to be honest with yourself. What what do I play? What do I like? No, I'm off base. Yeah, because. Yeah, for me it's the Praxis thing because I've seen like an entry level character not knowing what's going on playing Praxis, which is basically now yeah. I'm the Prince of the yeah. City. Okay, and, okay. Right, okay, and go they, for would the be, they would be equivalent to like a third level Prince. Mm -hmm. Right, and the current Prince is a, a 16th level character, right? Mm -hmm. In D&D, &D, even like kind of the genre and the setting, people support the king or the Prince of the City, right? In Vampire, people are like, oh, mm -hmm. So yeah. all of a sudden everything shifts, mm -hmm. and you just yeah. as when you run games like that, you're like, all right, this is where we're going. Now. You know? Oh yeah, yep, yeah, that's yep. Yeah, it like you say, I agree with it. I, to me, it sounds like a tighter rein on on what you're doing with D and D will satisfy yeah. the the table because everyone's had such a wildly different um, yeah. expectation or play it for a different reason. I think. Yeah, there's there's also very much more just like a. And this doesn't have to be true of any game, right? Like, just an air of, like, at any moment, the Dungeon Master could just be like, yeah, uh, 16 goblins burst out. Real initiative, right? Yeah, like, and you know, that sucks. You're like, that sucks. But, so you looking for, what I'm talking about is, I guess, I love being in a game where everyone trusts the Game Master, yeah. so he, or she, sorry, yeah. you know, the Game Master is, doesn't become a concern. They're there, they're playing, but they're not a concern. I can look at you, you're my concern. What are you doing next? And here's what I want to sell you on. I can see that. Yeah, it's, I, I, for me, the awkward thing is, it's, uh, like in Dungeons and Dragons, you know, it's the title of the person running the game is Game Master, and in mm -hmm. Darkness, you're a storyteller. Yeah. And I think when you're running a game and how you 
I guess were brought up running games. Like being a mm-hmm. storyteller versus a game master kind of influences how you think, how you your role to interact with the players. The and I posit your goal is to go to the other side and play it the other way so you can yeah. see back and forth. And you're going to know more about tabletop role-playing games than you did before. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's why I think you should play multiple games. Mm-hmm. The word for the person who runs the game in the various, like, different systems, I find so incredibly interesting, right? Because D&D is a dungeon master for, like, real-world cultural reasons, right? Like, Yeah, and it, it, it has become a cultural yes. tag. It's, yes. You can't change that. Yeah. You have to accept that for... Yeah. The conceit that like, it brings. There was a long time ago when each dungeon master had their dungeon that like literally moved with them, and so there you go. They were the dungeon master. Boom, done. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you have storyteller, you have the marshal, and lots of like deadly oh, styles, yeah. settings. Um, oh, customizing there. the name, yeah. for Chrome purposes. I use the word Chrome yeah. flavor. Theme, theme, yeah. oh, Chrome, yeah. like on a car. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you like that? Is it is that necessary? Is it important? I, I do. Some like people it. hate it. I I used to hate it. I used to think that no, we should they should all be game masters because they're all games, and we've decided the master is the term, so that's fine. I don't really care what it is. Mm-hmm. They should all be the same. Done. It makes you know what that role yes. is, yes, as opposed to difference. It's a common it's language. Easy, yes, it's always easy to talk about games. You don't have to know what Praxis is to know that if you're the storyteller, yeah. you're the game master. Yeah. I changed my opinion because, it, like you're saying, what the word is frames how you think about that experience. Mm-hmm. And, like, Marshall automatically tells you there will be some degree of, like, Old Westy cops and robbers, yeah. sort of like that sort of vibe to the game. Uh, dungeon master tells you, listen, somebody's gonna get punched. Right? <laughs> There's gonna be some combat here. Uh-huh. Like, and a whole lot of other things that you may not even yeah. um like you have to accept more gonzo, yeah. maybe. Like if I if I play a western game and I don't get a six gun and I don't get my boots dusty, I'm probably gonna be upset with yeah. the session. Yeah, that's yeah, there's cool. yeah. it sets you up nicely. And I think that wrapping all of that in with whatever your setting is, it's a very simple tweak, right? To just come up with Then why do people get upset with the label you put on something that's already a common currency to, so that we know what game all three of us will have the best time playing? Well, I think do, you, do you know what I'm talking I'm talking yeah. stupid flame wars on the yeah. internet. Well, <laughs> you know, gamers are more critical thinkers. So you're... you're it's just the demographic you're yeah. playing with. Yeah. Mm, you know? That's nice. That's uh, a nice look. At that. I think that was the kindest way yeah. for him. <laughs> well, kind is good. I saw you working it out. <laughs> geeks will be geeks. In your yeah. I mean, you're always going to have your rules yeah. for mm-hmm. um, Like, when I run Vampire, I have a guy. He's like, that. He's like I want to know the rules. I'm like, you fundamentally misunderstood, my yeah. friend. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's, um, like, it's like someone who's never painted before goes into a paint class and goes, I want to paint the realistic picture of my grandmother. I want to do that. And, and that seems like, that's not painting. Cool, have you we, heard of the camera? Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's, you know. You, well, you're there for some entertainment. Well, it, like you're saying, with like the boots and the six gun in a western game. I... I find it amazing how, like, uh, in vampires, some folks are so obsessed with the politics and whatnot, and they'll get ticked at me, and I'll be like, and we spent two hours for you guys feeding. <laughs> right? And they'll be like, hi, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, you're a vampire. It's like, mm-hmm. those are your cowboys. That is your six gun. And in, sometimes I think games can get away from that in the vampire genre. It's like, no, you need players mm-hmm. need to be reminded that they're actually inhuman monsters that are parasites on human society. Not these demonic, yeah. angelic, beautiful creatures mm-hmm. that, um, you know, rule over humankind. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, I'm totally cool with thematic referee yeah. names, game master names, dungeon master. Like, I, we got off I'm a, I'm a dungeon master because, at age eleven, I, 
was a game, a dungeon master, and so I know what that means to me, and I can be your game master, your crypt keeper, your marshal, your judge. What's your other than the main show? Uh, it, for USR Sword and Sorcery. For Conan-inspired and Sword and Sorcery, I use it for what the referee is called, yeah. what the DM. I like crypt. That, that is a good I just, I was like, it's a total rip-off. It's already out there, but it's... It tells you what yeah. game you're going to play yeah. with me, yeah. right? Yeah. We're yeah. Gonna, I'm the clear, clear here. Clear. It shifts. It's kind of like what you were saying about the Dungeon Master. But it, it, it shifts the vibes. Yeah. yeah, where it's more like you're going to be a creepy game. My favorite one, and I, I yeah. stole this. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta be, you better be okay with creepy. Yeah. 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 Opposed to like the dungeon where you're going to be crawling yeah. and hack and slash so much. You're going to be on your edge and more suspense yeah. and possibly turn into a vampire lich or more. Yeah, or be killed in some humiliating way by a black sorcerer, right? Yeah. You lose when your entrails are are open on an altar. (laughs) For the world to see, you fucked up. Yeah, if you've won. Oh, yeah, there you go, you won, yeah. That's true. What do they call it in, um, oh god, I lost the thought, I mean, sleep. Um, uh, Tentacle monster god. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Lovecraft, yeah. Uh, I think you're just the game master. I don't think they have a... Keeper. Is it Keeper? If you're playing with Chaosium System and you're running a game of Call of Cthulhu, you're called the Keeper. I I don't know if I've ever heard that before. And that's from the... That's because you're the Keeper of... Secrets? Secrets that men were not meant to know. Oh, okay. Because... The having a having a complex, I guess, mystery to slog through is expected in a sense. Yes. Like if you want to hack and slash, it's not your game. I want to hear what the world the, the the keepers telling me and talk with my friends and figure out something that's the right choice and follow that yeah. choice. Makes sense. Yeah, I, 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 I like it. I hadn't heard it before, but I that's a that's a good one for call of mm-hmm. Cthulhu. That's another reason why I was waffling about Crypt Keeper for my sword yeah. and sorcery game, because I was I like, Keeper's pretty in there. That's been around for a while, but fuck, Crypt Keeper is the right term. Yeah. Gotta use it, gotta it use it. reminds me of what USA... Remember the USA channel with, like, uh, Tales from the Crypt? Mm-hmm. This oh, reminds yeah. me of... That's what, when you said that, it reminded me of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that was... That figured prominently when I was <laughs> 20, like... Yeah. As part of media, yeah, I, I was consuming that media when significant things were happening in my life, so I could easily like Crypt Keepers there to reference. I could pull a Crypt Keeper episode and just use it as a D and D like quick session, like no prep or whatever, just a couple of ta- random tables. <laughs> my favorite title for Game Master uh, is Arbiter. Oh, okay. That it uh, it's um, a uh, Aspect of magic is what it is. It's a very small. I play a lot. It's a very maybe bad. Uh, but would you play a lot? You play. You expose yeah. yourself to a lot. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so yeah. you're serious student of the yeah. art. Lots of small, like just random um, weaver dice. If you either of you have read Worm, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. No, no. It's a free web serial. Probably oh, okay. the most like prolific web serial that isn't um, manga of some kind. Um, and Worm, uh, the RPG that's based on the book, is Weaver Dice. Um, basically, it's named after an in-joke from the book itself. Um, and I was involved in creating the system, which I didn't do a great job, but I don't manage it anymore, so that's fine. And you know, you just, everyone is a, is a bit more. Yeah. There's no perfect right because you got to stop somewhere get off the train yeah. and schedule a new route yeah it's the game it perpetually lots of people work on it because uh the author who like really is managing it uh and then just has other people that have thoughts uh help and kind of a showrunner type thing. yeah yeah and uh things get built and then people play uh with that for a few months maybe a year and then uh, everyone goes, these rules, they kind of suck. And, like, some, somewhere between two-thirds and half of them get trashed. 
Well, then, what a valuable, what a valuable crew. Yeah, then just that critique builds is, it back up, slams it back down. Builds it back up, slams it back down. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. We're if you like want to two-thirds. write something, you better be yeah. okay with that. It's going to yeah. get. You're still responsible for a good product, but we get to change some of it. Yeah. We get to tell you how bad it is. If you can't do that process, don't write. Yeah, <laughs> Your feelings are going to get hurt. I am proud that one of the things that I added to the game is still there. And as far as I can tell, it will remain there for at least another few iterations because people seem to like it. The damage system pretty much is entirely my baby. People like it. I'm very proud that it's there. That was far from the only thing I added to the system and nothing else has survived. But, like, That's that was cool. a good lesson for me to learn, right? Like, as a person who doesn't really like to design games, but does run lots of games, mm-hmm. being able to produce mechanics is important. You know what it's like if you did it day yeah. in and day out as your day job, yeah. too. I mean, that's what I think is one way to look at it. Yeah. The tools available to us today let me allow me to live the dream that I couldn't do when I was 11 years yeah. old, which is work at TSR. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and what I'm saying, like, is I have a day job. I'm not... Yeah. I'm wor- not worried about rent this month because I got a structure underneath me and now I can really enjoy what this game's about. I actually, That's awesome, man. I, I once actually randomly had a project management. It was a training for work about sure. project management. And the teacher, like the contractor, yeah. um, you know, he's up there teaching a bunch of government, government workers and whatnot, and he, he worked at TSR back in the 80s. And I'm sitting there, uh, and you know, no one's getting his yeah. references. <coughs> like, and he wasn't like a like early, early, but he got it. He was like second wave, and his examples were just interesting and trial and yeah. fail, and like you know, just the, the personalities. Like, very I'm much certain early. that would be. Did you reveal you were in the know? By oh yeah, out? like on a break. I was like, by the way, you basically redirected the child or helped. To be clear. <laughs> yeah, to be clear. <laughs> to be clear, Here's I my... <laughs> Okay, uh, can we talk about our first experience with role-playing games? Sure. Are you guys comfortable with that? Because yeah. mine is just clear as a bell. And Play it on me. Really simple. I was um, skiing at Loon Mountain where, okay. in Lincoln, New Hampshire, where I grew up. And we get a lot of tourists, of course. It's a, I, I live there, but, you know, southern uh, Massachusetts, New York, you get tourists. And... I don't pay much people much mind, but I'm in the chairlift with a kid, you know, about my age, and he's obviously up with his family at a ski condo or whatever, and I'm not really paying attention to him, but he's talking about basic Dungeons and Dragons. He's recently played it, and he's talking to me about it. I'm sitting there, I just look at the kid, and I don't know what he's talking about, but I already know it's what I'm going to be doing for him. I need to know everything about what he just referenced, and I know nothing. And it never stopped from there. I was over at my friend's Matt's house, and he had D and D Second Edition Advanced, and you know the, the cover. Yeah. So and what I remember is, I was like, "What's that?" And then he's like, "Oh, it's uh, like a game." And then we all ended up getting D and D geeks. Nice. It just kind of fell into place after that, and I, you know, it was like. Yeah. Every person in the group kind of had their own system. Like Zach, like what, another guy loved uh, Samurai, so sure. uh, the Five Rings and yada yada yada. And, mm-hmm. um, that, that that's how we got exposed to it. And um, live action role playing, like in right when you're entering junior high, like playing uh, make believe yeah. longer than you should. Is um, a place to is is uh, natural terrain, open ground. Attractive to LARP players, like yeah. having like if you like a paintball feel, if like paintball is done on a, in a place, renting something like that is that important to a LARP player? Like vampire players tend to play, like always tend to play in like bars or gothy scenes, and werewolf people. I, I played a couple werewolf LARPs, and they love being like more nature. Oh yeah. There you go. Talk to the werewolf people. Yeah. <laughs> now there's like, a, like, I don't know if you have this down in Arizona, but like here there's like a, something called Dystopia Rising. Yes. And it's like a, a post-apocalyptic yeah. end of the world. And that, I think they even incorporate things. Yeah. Like paintball-y, airsoft. Mm-hmm. Airsoft yeah. is what the, they have a thing. Uh, one of my friends is involved in. He 
I'm not really into it. Just like if I'm being honest, just not really. My no, thing, it's not what I like, want to do. I can uh, appreciate I, yeah, why I'm, you would be into it. I'm totally. It's, I'm glad that he gets excited about it. Like his interest in talking about it. It's where he met his wife, which is very weird to me. But whatever. Uh, it's awesome. Is, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like very cool. But like also, you don't really talk to people, my man. The fact that like you found someone to spend the rest of your life with mid it was airsoft mid airsoft fight very weird to me but like hey i've mm-hmm. fully support him uh good on ben but like but yeah uh, airsoft is the thing down there it's fairly big i mean enough that you can pick someone out of it right like there you I, 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 larping at airsoft just the mask seemed like it would get in the way they he has a very special one which he like uh so he does uh he's a uh, machinist oh okay. so he like produced his and produced ones for yeah, yeah, yeah. right like just yeah throw me 10 bucks and i'll give you a mask that you can talk in which i mean hey this is also what he like does for a living now right like he joined this thing and now it's like where he found a wife and where he found a career. Like, that, it is entirely what his life has become. That mm-hmm. blows my mind nowadays, because, like, you were mentioning earlier, J, uh, Jay, right? Jay, yeah, Jay, Jeff. yeah. Um, make sure I didn't screw up and call you Jeff. Uh, like, now the ability, like, you come to content, like, yeah, I make my living in the gaming industry. When we were young, it was, oh, you, you know, the rare few that go and get a job at like TSR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to imagine what it was like, yeah. and you had no idea. Like, yeah. do they hang out in a van and surf all day and pen good <laughs> ideas, or do they sit in an office like a secretary and grind and calls and run business? You know, yeah. you just don't know. It could be yeah. anything. Yeah. You know, is it cool? What's it like yeah. working with these guys? And then you grow up, and it's like, well, it's like working with other people. And it's gonna be hard to do because you're gonna lose your mind every once in a while if you mean to somebody and feel bad about it. <laughs> oh, I, I do too. That's where I'm going. Oh, yeah, my. And I gotta pick a guy. game. I gotta pick a game. Thanks, guys. Uh, there's, you start with the, the, bad, the good guy starts out with five dice, I believe, and the bad guy starts out with three, four, six. I'm just going to stand up and look at the battlefield just to get a view. I'm going to send up a balloon. That reconnaissance. <laughs> Stick a goblin in a balloon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if the good guy gets a five dice, give him a couple of flags and a lit bomb. Get over there, tell us what's going on, and, the and then light this. <laughs> now, in order to get more, the good guy, if they get Bayorn on, if they get Bayorn on, or the Eagles, we get the Eagle guy, the Lord of the Eagles here. This, this is the entry track. You have, you have uh, uh, Bilbo, you have the uh, Thorin, the Eagles, and Bayorn, the Bear Man. Mm-hmm. Um, boss, let's see. Uh, yeah, the shadow player rolls six dice, seven dice, and he controls two settlements in the same territory. Now, I think on the back of that, it shows the territories. There's the territories. There's the uh, the valley. That's the valley right here. So you can, if you control two of those, you get you get an extra thank you, dice. Thank you. And then that's the uh, what's it called? The, the eastern bank. If you control those two, you get one. Basically, or, or if you control these two, you get one. You get an extra dice for the bad guy. If you control any two territories in the same area, that's how the bad guy has it. And if you lose the territory, uh, t- some, the good guy takes it back, then you lose the dice. Gotcha. And the, these are what indicate the territory? The type of terrain. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody, on, on all the character, on, on the battle cards, it'll show you what the the uh, the terrain, favorable terrain for that side is. The importance of that is in a battle, if you have the favorable terrain, you get to draw an extra card. You get to draw one of these cards okay. and add it to your hand. Some of them give you combat abilities. All of them will give you, all of them are like this. There's a, uh, this is a, a strategic thing on, on the map, and this is a tactical battle thing. Okay. 
And when you have a battle, you'll draw a card like in this battle. You get the Lake Men to regroup, and the wood, you always get to regroup. And the wood, this you get the Wood Elf Spearmen. And if, yeah, if you have battle cards, the reason they're the same, so because if you have these in your hand, thank you, you can uh, you can use them. Like some of them give you better things. Like the combat strength of each unit in your army is considered to be two. Remember that maximum is five right here, right? But if I, if I play this, I'd have uh, I'd, I'd go up to five because I only have four dice. But I'd get five dice in. Gotcha. You get extra dice. No matter how many dice you get, each in each figure that you need to get, that you played your card for, if you play a card for like a wood elf, experiment or whatever, you get one black die for each and then white die for the other guys. Even like uh, the... The big, the great orcs are worth two in combat. They still only get one dice to activate their special ability. They have their own combat card. Okay, the the heart of the game, the heart of the game is the action dice. The action dice you roll them at the beginning of the turn, and it's basically going to tell you what you can do. On the back of this, it shows you the different things. Like that's an army and a muster. Okay. Uh, this is a palantir. A palantir lets you do uh, the event event ones. That's a will of the west. Only the good guy has that. And that allows them to use it as basically anything. And there's a lidless eye. Show me they, the lidless they have the, eye. They have the lidless eye. Okay, so I'm going to be the good guys, and you're going to be the bad guys. If you want to. Um, okay. Yeah, let's see. Basically, what's going to do it happen at the beginning I like of the turn? The bad guys. What? That makes sense from what I know you so far. <laughs> <laughs> so you may want to be the bad guys. Right? You can be the bad guys. That's fine. At the beginning of the game, what you at the, at the beginning so of each what turn? What does that mean? <laughs> What do you even mean by that? Do you know what he means by that? <laughs> evil. Total evil. Total evil, yeah. Okay, at the beginning of each turn, what's going to happen is the good guy is going to start out by saying how many how many uh, of his characters he wants to activate. Because every character has a special uh, ability on their card. Well, these, are the, these are the ones that come in through the... Through the it's these, you'll, you'll put a marker on there. For, like, say, if you activate three, right? What's going to happen is... Uh, you get to put three command. These are command tokens. Because some things, uh, like uh, in order to move, uh, like guys with a sword, if you get character things, you have to have a, a leadership to move it. So a lot of times, if you put it on a unit, you put these uh, in three separate areas. If you for units you want land, you have the leaders. Then what happens is the number of these that you choose is how many chips the bad guy gets to pull out. This this advances track. If it gets in here, the bad guy loses. So the bad guy wants to have low numbers. And uh, like say you pick three. So the, when, when there's three, the bad guy gets to pick one. Oh, I don't like that. That's a three. So he can pick again because there's three three th glass with three picks. A two, and, and that that shows this little symbol on the, on the thing shows that the good guy gets to pick a special ability. These are special abilities that help his characters. And it uh, two isn't too bad on the advancement. Um, uh, and then uh, the one's the best for the bad guy. So you, do, you, do you draw all three and then pick one? No, you pick you at a time. Yeah, so if you yeah. didn't like the two, you can say, I'm going to try a third one. Oh, that's a one. That's even better. It still gives a good guy one of these, but he only advances one face. Basically, when this advances to one of these characters, that character is available to come in and play, and they all help him. Like uh, Bilbo has a ring, and it can help, he can help uh, mm -hmm. the gate hits in combat. This Thorin, times the game. This decides that's the length timer. of the game. Okay, that's cool. a timer for the game. I'm prepped and, for that. And also the timer for who the, when these guys come in, because Bayorn, if you get Bayorn in, you're really in trouble. Bayorn is really nasty. He's a, he's an army to himself. Yep. Would that be? Do you have smog over here? Uh, there's no smog. What's the smog's big guy? Already, smog's already dead. Remember? Well, that's true. It's he good. died What's before the heavy this? guy over here. Yeah. Ogres, trolls. They call them trolls. They, they have great great orcs, great orcs, orcs, and wargs. And then the goblins are up in the passes. They, they, there's a, the passes are initially blocked. Orcs and the goblins in this. Yeah, because so the goblins are the ones that come over the top of the mountain, and the orcs are the ones that come around the side of the mountain with the uh, uh -huh. orcs and, uh, and the cave trolls. Usually, I, and I was just kidding about being the bad guy. I'll, I'm happy to play. <laughs> you can be a bad guy. I'm gonna sit. I'm, no gonna, I'm gonna sit right here. We're gonna leave it as it sits. Usually, okay. when the bad guy fights, you want a mix of things in. Like you want like. A uh, couple, couple orcs, a couple orcs, and a great orc. I mean, don't, it, it, the mix is totally up to the bad guy. Because in the tactical battle, you draw the cards, and when you play it, it's out until you reset your hand. Okay. Right. So, so the more types of the more cards you got, the more tactical cards are available in your gotcha. hand for the next round and right. the next round. And this is what lets you reset your cards? Yeah. You have to play That's that always it. And that allows you to retreat without. What happens if, if you retreat without playing that? You can retreat at the end of any round without playing that. But I think they get an attack they on get, you. They, I think they get like a pursuit or uh, uh, attack on you, and they hit you. They can hit you again. 
but if you play the regroup, at the end of that round, you can retreat for free. You don't have to take any losses. Okay. If you don't play it, then uh, I'll tell you to you specifically, because usually you'll be the one doing it. Uh, then uh, you, you, if you don't play it, then they get another attack on it. I believe they get another attack and roll for each of the pieces. See if they kill you. They get more hits. Like I told you, what happens, these are hit markers. Each piece could take two. Mm -hmm. So in a combat, say you got two hits on them. Okay, they're okay. They're still alive. If you get a th third one, one of them would have to die. And when you kill one, you take out two. So now he's down to one. He, that's, that's how you do that's One how, more kills him. And if you split a stack. Five, five figures in the area. Maximum five. Yep. Except for those four. They, they can't leave those areas with more than five, but they can leave more than five in here because that, that represents like your army must have built up. And is it five per side or is it just five total? Five per side. Five, five per side because when you attack, you don't enter. Five from adjacent. Yeah, you'll be like if these guys are attacking, they'll be attacking from there to there. And if they beat them, then they'll move in. Yeah, then, the, then the defender has to retreat and the attack advances. That's how you take the space instead of marching into it while the, while the defenders are still there. Now, um, Gandalf and the archers have a special ability. If the archers are on a hill, if they do an attack, they can attack like this and hit uh, one side's the arrows and one side's magic. Uh, they give you, um, they're, just, they're getting an extra dimension of line of sight. Yeah. You've just gotten a little extra, yeah. Nice. You have to be on a hill. Any kind of archer can do it. And there's a special okay, friend cool, rule ability cool, to do it too. Cool. You got to be some. Okay. I think, does he have to use a special ability to use it for everybody too? I think he, if, you, if you charge it with one of those counters, then he fires better. better he hits better. Hits better or something. No, that's fine. Oh, that's just random. But firing from higher ground is being the advantage is being represented by that that tool. Now Gandalf could do the wizard attack, blast of magic. Uh, he, tar he targets just like this. I don't think he has to be on the slope to do it, though. He can do it He's because it's not arrows, it's magic. Or if he... Because it's magic and I don't have to explain shit, right? Right. <laughs> he can also charge it so that uh, you, can, you can discard the concentration so that he can uh, hit on a four better. You roll five dice. You, if you don't charge it, it's a three dice and you hit on a five or better. If you do the concentration, it's five, di uh, five dice and you hit on a four better. So you, he gets better with that. Uh, but every general will have their own special abilities. Uh, Bard's right here. He's got the uh, leaders have the gold bases. That's, okay, that's important to know. That's, that's Dane Arnfoot. There's Thrandu the elf and uh, Gandalf. Where's Thorin Oakenshield? He doesn't show up. Uh, he's a real, technically, he's a real. He'll come in there. Cause okay, because he's they're hiding in the thing. They won't come out. And now, if Thorin Oakenshield ever comes out of the front gate, the the fortification is destroyed. Uh, the bad guy. The, the bad you, thing is he has to destroy the defensive wall of the gate. They come out. You weren't here for that. Today, but, so these are fortifications. So yeah. mm -hmm. you gotta I, reduce. I remember the bad guy was sometimes he had to do three hits before they could attack the actual people. Yep. Or six the, or whatever. That's six. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you can't. It's a, it's a blade of armor, six. and it refreshes after if you fail. No, it doesn't refresh. Yeah. Okay, we're tracking. You get hits on it. Okay. Hits on it. You can whittle it down. And also, these okay. are mountains. Of course, you can. The black areas <laughs> are mountains, and you can't shoot over or do anything over them. That blocks everything. You basically to attack this. The bad guys have to come around this side to attack them. That's total. That's total block. This is impassable. Impassable. And you can't see over it to shoot like archers or anything. If they're coming from behind the mountain range, these guys are down on the slopes. That area is supposed to represent stuff that's even farther away from the mountain than just on the other side. You can only yep. cross the river at the, the crossing arrows, the uh, fords. Of course. Is there any penalty um, from attacking across the river? Uh, the first round, um, I think, don't you only hit on a six? I'm going to say yes. I think it's there's prone for everything. <laughs> so I'm glad he's here. Target right? Because like, it's like... What's <laughs> the standard target number is five. If your defender's inside an unbroken fortification, you hit him on a six. Defender across the floor, six on the first round. Defender on the mountain slope, six. On, so if you're attacking up slope, you only hit him on six. Now, if you attack along like this, then you're not you're not crossing the slope. But if you go that way, you're going up slope, and then you only hit him on a six. Now they're already in fortifications, so you don't want to hit them on a six anyway until you break uh, that fortification. Cover is important, height is important, so that's how you <coughs> um, just follow the logic of the terrain, yep. right? Um, let's see. It's better here. to be higher than on the plains, flat footed. Basically, what's going to have to happen is the good guy's going to want this to advance quickly to end. Uh, so usually, uh, the, usually, you know, sometimes you pick all three because each general gives you advantages for like a bard here. 
uh, before choosing your action dice, before you choose which action dice you're going to use to play to the turn, place one Dwarves and Men Recruitment Token in camp, or flip one Dwarves and Men Recruitment Token anywhere on the board. So you don't have to use a card. You don't only have to use a card to flip these tokens. But with this, the bar specialty, he can flip, like flip. Initially, there's only one guy with him there. He could have up to five. So one of the, a lot of times, what he'll do is on the first turn, flip that over so he gets a guy. You want to activate Bard because he can get a guy there. Mm -hmm. Now, you can only have um, five pieces, but you can have an unlimited number of these recruitment tokens. They're nothing until they're flipped over. So you want to build up an army here. You, you're trying to build up your army while, you're, while the bad guys are attacking because they have more guys. Uh, they're going to have a lot more guys because they, they have all these recruitment. They have 12 recruitment tokens on the board right now. So... Uh, uh, what what the, the good guys going to be doing is trying to get more guys on the board and trying to have this go down as fast as possible. So mm -hmm. the good guy has to consider at the beginning of each turn how many of these guys he wants to do something with. You can still move them around and stuff, but they can't, you can't use their special ability unless you place a token on there. But when you place a token on there, for each token you get, you get to place one command token on any of your units on the game. Usually you pick like somebody out here because you want to move them, or uh, like this guy you might want to move him, or like... You know, it depends on who you want to move. Usually on the first turn, the guy, your guy's either going to want to stay there or get back, fall back to defend. Yeah, that's the first decision you want to to make is like, am I all in there? Because if I'm not, he's got to go back. Or you might put it here so you go up to defend the Ford and then fall back from there yeah. fighting, yeah. fighting the creep. Um, normally, you only move one area with the like army move, but with the sword move, you can. Uh, if you have leadership, you have to have leadership in there, and you can move up to two areas with that. With a with a sword, if you get a, mm -hmm. that's called a character uh, uh, action. Yeah. They can move up to two. So if you if you put it on there, they could move two up there and join them. And they'd have a leader leadership. They have four, four guys forward to slow them down. Do I, do I have leader? Do the, do the bad guys have leader? Yes. Leaders? Yes. Now you'll get to place a number of leadership tokens equal to the uh, your uh, your number of dice, and also you get, you need the bats out. Um, you can you get to choose between bats and leadership tokens. Now the bats, what they do? There's a combat card you have for bats, swarm bats. Uh, they're here. Get the other ones out there too. There's a couple more. There's a couple more bats. So, so the vampire -like There's your bats. bats. Now what they bats do, what the bats can be used for a couple different things. If you look on the bats card, uh -huh. uh, turn over the great bats card. I think it's on the other side. Uh, the bats can be placed in a zone, in an area, and what it can do is use it, you can use it for combat, or if they're like out here, there's one of the things you can maybe have your guys move, the bats can have one, help one of your guys to move. Okay. Uh, what is it called? It, it says on there, it, it can, they can help your guys. Use the mustard eye result or move one. To bird. move them. Yeah. Because if you don't have enough Material movement, you could be stuck waddling along while they're mm -hmm. building up troops. So Got the bad guys can motivate his troops to move by having the bats that, to harass them to get them going. Yep, yep. Like so, the uh, the Russians had political officers and, to motivate uh, yeah. the troops. The the, uh, <laughs> the um, NKVD. Yeah. <laughs> now you'll get you can you on the first turn you're going to get six bats or uh, any combination of six bats and or six command. A lot of times you put like two or three command out here to get your guys moving because you want leaders. But you'll have at least a, you know three or four, two or three of these you want to have. Uh, you might want to have one out here or one in each. Figure out where you're going to want to attack first. And then put them in there because they can help you in the combat. When they when they successfully do a when they do one of those things, the, the vampire attack, mm -hmm. uh, you remove one. So if you had if you had two in here and one round of combat, you use it, that'll go away. Then if you use another round, because you know remember when you use a combat card, it goes away until until you yeah. do a regroup. Now the exception to that is if you have two armies attacking. If you have two armies attacking one, there's uh, you can either do it with a. Uh, Army, the flag thing, the uh, the flag marker it tells on the army uh, movement. You, if you have two armies adjacent to here, like here, uh, you get your cards. You can you choose which army's going to attack the first time, and then say you wanted to switch armies. When you switch armies, you bring the cards back in. You bring the cards so back in. So it's way to cheat. So it's, it's uh, way to cheat. Yeah, you you can you can switch yeah. armies, or, or you might want to have like one army that's really strong mm -hmm. to do the whittle down. You sure you've and, read that right? What? What you're saying, that that mechanism, it that, that procedure, exactly that, right. it's totally cool. You yeah. It's their, their strategy. It, it shows yeah. the advantage of being Having flanked. Having two armies. Yeah, two okay. armies or the disadvantage one. of being flanked. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah, flanking yeah. guys, they get to cheat. Yeah, so, so like, say you burned a couple of your cards, like for orcs, uh, orcs and uh, great orcs here, but you have more orcs and great orcs over there. You'll add them back in. When, oh, you say, okay, now this round I'm going to attack with them. So yeah. all your cards come back in. You know, so you can, yep. you, when you switch armies to attack, yep. then you get to do, do the cards back. Where the other guy, the defender, has to play a regroup to get those cards, his cards back. Okay. Um, okay. Let's Re see. Rewarding um, action. Rewarding movement. Uh, each turn, you go through the different phases. There's a gen the first, 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 it'll be recovery. You get your dice in your hand. Then there's generals activation. The good guy will decide how many of these generals he wants to activate. Mm-hmm. 
you, you pick your put your marker on the guy that's wrong, and you put your command markers out. Command token one for one. Mm-hmm. They give you more because what'll happen in sometimes in the game. Uh, wait, where's the others? Uh, Card, cards can play. Cards can add to command. Some, uh, temporary command. Yep. Okay, you so you're going to see some extra. I thought maybe. there's more if you're guy. lucky. If you're lucky. I thought there's more than three command for the good guys. There's two more. Did I put them on the board? Right there. Oh, yeah, right in front of me. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Now, see, the bad guy has a whole bunch because there's cards that can give you extra command. So you said I could get up to five guys in here before I have to move them out? No, you don't have to. You can move it out with one, but But, you want a five-piece arm. Optimum is five per. So I can move five at a time. So basically every turn I will roll these. And what you can do is if you don't want to waste the turns flipping these reinforcement sets, you just move the Put you more like, in three the guys from there and three guys there. from there and combine yeah. your... Uh, you, you can get two groups of five out of the starting guys and you can get the pick. About... I got to play two tabletop roll. I would like to order a burger if that's possible from here. Or do I do it? It's going to be a some time. Just go there and say... Okay, perfect. I'll be in it. I'll wait. Um, what did you ask me? Oh, if you saw any games, if you played any games that you hadn't played before that you liked. Oh yeah, I played, uh, well I played two tabletop role playing games. The first one, I don't know what system we were using, the second was, the second was Alternity. They were comparable with, they, I could both, both of them I could tap into a heavy western spaghetti feel. Okay, sure. One was in space, one was in 1875. Nice. St. Louis. No, we were in a room. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and one was run by a game master I would never spend my game time with. And the other was, he get, well, he plays what, I, he gets it the way I would, would play the game, I call it high level play. It's okay. Not the level of the character, but if you're a good player, you can get a lot out of this guy because he's a good player and a good DM. Nice. So, so you're... you're prefer somebody who's very flexible as opposed to like what do you prefer yeah like, strict rules or like, like no rules? flexible flexible, flexible. Okay, yeah. i want my referee in service of the game whatever that means to everyone at the table in service of the game the other guy was like looking like he didn't like he was free of all that he had two big two thick binders and he, and he, and he had them they were there but it was so the information, his prep was so he could give us alternate history from the Old West whenever we bumped up again. Gotcha. And I don't care. <laughs> I want to get. I'll, I want to get it's alternate West history. What's what's the MacGuffin? Where are yeah. we at? What are the toys to play with? And that's actually that's one of the good things about a flip convention like this is you can like everybody wants to do something a little bit different. Someone's gonna be right over so you find those, like somebody might want the history. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Players that want to hear the history, you got yourself a group that all mm-hmm. agrees. But if you, if you're like, I don't care, I just want to go shoot some, you know, I want to go direct with NPCs or I want to go, yeah, you know, that blah, was blah, just blah. A, like a mismatch, right? Like, yeah. well, I, it's not a mismatch. I never played with them, now I do. Yeah, I can say, Hey, great game, thank you very much. And will you ever play again? Yeah, no. right. Even if it was a good game, are we going to play again? Yeah, no, no it's, 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 it's a good opportunity to meet. Like there might be just like one person in the group and you're just like, you just get along with it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, how many games do you usually get in on a Like on a day like today, how many are you going to be? Two. Two? Like I played one in the morning and one in the evening. Okay, and how long have they been? I, I, I haven't saved so I haven't had a chance to play yet. Three or four hours. Okay. That's cool. Yep, that's where it clocks in. Nice. Well, good. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get away. Are there are other you ready or no? No worries, I got 10 minutes to kill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like a regular order. Cool, good talking to you. I got to get back to my table. You too. Medium well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can cook. You can cook the hell out of it. No worries if you got them. You got them. Tomato, lettuce, uh, tomato, lettuce, and onions, yeah, and pickle.
There wasn't any in here. <laughs> Savages. I know. Yeah, right now I need a nap. I'm going up to the room. Oh yeah? Did you play all night? I stayed up late. I didn't play all night. And I played this morning. Oh, so. okay. I'm just tired. I'm old. I'm getting old. Scream's out. Oh no, I'm just staying. My state up. I've been playing pretty regularly, so I'm tired. Like definitely not getting my bedtime. Rolling bedtime for the shows.
guys had the Battle of Coral Sea situation yet? Yeah, I'm sorry. We're just placing oh, Beautiful. I'll be back. Perfect. <laughs> Maybe I did, maybe I did.